This is the Tales of Candor podcast with me, Albert Shaw. Talesofcandor.com is a collection of stories from Grindr users around the world, which I constructed myself having had the idea of trying to collate stories in the same way that Grindr itself collates local people from the LGBT community, particularly gay men. Grindr is known for being very um, casual sex oriented, um, which is not to say that that's a bad thing or something that I wanted to question. As much as I wanted to see what else was going on in these people's lives and what it would be like to bring together stories the way that it brings together potential uh, partners, relationships, or even friends. Um, so, in essence, when you visit talesofcandor.com, you'll find yourself with a screen, a gallery really, much like the Grindr interface. But when you click on each uh, image, you'll be taken to a story told by that person uh, via myself. And um, hopefully it will give you some insight as to what it's like to be part of the LGBT community or to be a gay man even in the places where those stories come from. And those places range all the way around the world. I recently sort of had a look over it and except for Antarctica, which I don't think anyone actually lives there on a permanent basis anyway, um, I uh, was able to have someone represent each continent. And in the future, it would be amazing to say that I have at least every country in the world, maybe every state in India, maybe every state in America, that would be pretty cool too. Um, But at the moment, I I haven't got there yet. But I have got 43 amazing stories at talesofcanda.com that you should definitely go and read. Um, The way I created it was actually fairly simple. Um, I had an app called Fake GPS, which surprisingly enough, uh, creates a fake GPS location for your phone. Really easy to use and essentially what you do is you pick a location and using a map to put a red dot uh, in that location, wherever you want it to be, right down to street level, you can essentially fake your phone's GPS location. So when you use any location-based apps like Google Maps or um, sometimes other, you know, anything that asks for your location, that was a really good example, one, (laughs) Um, they, it will think you are there and not where you are actually physically stood. Um, And Grindr essentially relies on location in order to aggregate the nearest users and uh, present them in its gallery form so that you can see who's nearby with the intention being that you can obviously hook up or make friends with or maybe even find more than that with somebody nearby which is obviously revolutionary for people like the LGBT community because in many ways it can be a very invisible community so you might actually not know who else is in the community with you who could be potentially your friend or your lover or a potential partner Um, So from a point of view of building the community, Grindr has been amazing, it's been revolutionary. But from another point of view, a lot of the users there are purely looking for uh, casual sex and 
while there's nothing wrong with that, I do think sometimes it can be a little bit of a lonely environment um, and one that isn't always conducive to making lasting friendships or relationships. So uh, when I created it, I was really intrigued to see what these people were really like um, and what their lives were like and what the places where they were from were really like um, going beyond just sort of casual meetups and hookups and so on. Um, so that's essentially how it was created um, in terms of using the phone. And then once I was on Grinder, I had explained on my profile um, that I was creating a blog about gay men and I invited people to talk to me. Not many did, but occasionally they would come forward and say they'd like to share a story. And I would also approach uh, users online and start talking to them. And those who were interested in sharing their story allowed me to interview them and beyond that um, allowed me to sort of write up a statement based on their answers um, to present as their story. And the reason I did it that way was because I wanted to take myself out of the, the website as much as possible, out of the blog as much as possible, because it was important to me that this was about other people. And while the project was my own, it wasn't a necessarily self-expression as much as facilitating self-expression from my point of view. Um, going beyond that, I see my role as just making sure now, especially, that there are so many stories that they are reaching a readership and an audience um, because the potential for awareness is definitely there. I just want to make sure it's achieved, it's achieved as much as possible. So um, each story that you read is based on an interview which I conducted via Grinder, or sometimes via WhatsApp. Sometimes we would relocate to WhatsApp um, if it was more convenient, but I have never met anyone from the blog. Um, I didn't want to speak to any of them either before their story was uh, finished because in essence I just wanted to construct something out of the text that they sent and I didn't want to know what they sounded like and I didn't want to meet them for the same reason I didn't want to interview friends or do my own story because I wanted it to be completely impartial in the way that I wrote it. Um, and that's that's what it is um, and how I created it and the reason I created it is because I think that being in any minority definitely puts a lens on your whole life and your whole experience as a person um, and certainly the LGBT community really your life is often in the hands of the community around you and the justice system under which you live so in the UK the community tends to be very supportive usually I'm not denying that there's homophobia here obviously there is um, and the justice system has become much, much more supportive and facilitative, facilitative of us leading our lives and expressing ourselves and protecting us from uh, injustice, like violence and abuse. And obviously that's still fairly recent, but it is, it is current here and it's not in other places. In other places you can be thrown off buildings, be put into prison, be exiled from your own country. Um, and that goes unheard and it goes invisible because when you're in a minority, no one tends to take notice, you know. And so people who want to act unjustly have 
free reign to do so because they won't be held accountable. Um, and so in, in a sense, I wanted to create a space where people could tell their stories, sometimes anonymously and quite understandably, anonymously, um, so that there was a means to get the story out and there was a means to give it a platform and so that people could understand that you know, gay people, LGBT people are everywhere, but not everywhere treats them with dignity, respect, or even kindness. Um, and that's really important because I think, I didn't know, I knew that, but I didn't really understand the depths of how bad it could be until I did this blog. And that's kind of the impact it's had on me, is it's made me realise how fortunate I was to be born where and when I was because some of the people I've spoken to I don't envy and what I hope is though that they feel empowered and encouraged by sharing their stories and that others will feel also empowered and encouraged by seeing those stories by reading them and knowing that they're not alone in what feels like absolute solitude there are other people fighting the same fight and living the same lives out there and although they can't see them in real life perhaps at least if they can see them online they'll know that there are people out there who understand how hard it is so i hope you read talesofcanada.com and i hope you come back for the next podcast in which i'll be talking um about a couple of the stories which um i was lucky enough to uh record and and to share with you so visit talesofcanda.com or follow us on facebook um the username's tales of Kanda, and on twitter we're at tales of Kanda as well and this podcast will uh come back each week usually on a saturday um and i will share more stories about the blog and also about lgbt news and anything else you want to ask me. So if there's something you'd like to know, please leave a word, um, please leave a comment or message me on Twitter and I will answer those questions as best I can. So visit talesofcanda.com and I will speak to you next week. <laughs>